Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, kids, it's uh, already Tuesday. And I kind of say that like, oh, my God, it's only Tuesday. (laughs) Welcome to the show, 13 days until Christmas, which is, I don't think there was a 13th day of Christmas. But if I could give the government a gift, it would be uh, it would be payback. Yeah, it would be payback. Uh, I think we've reached, as far as the mainstream media and the deep state, uh, we've reached critical stupid, and the American people have reached critical poor, uh, critical frustrated, and critical pissed off. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, honestly, people are just mad. They're mad about the situation this government has put us in. They are really mad that uh, we have an open border and everybody in the world can see that our government is working against us in every way, shape, and form. We have a little thug in Washington, D.C., who's trying to guilt you and me, who, who literally, did you realize in about a dozen states around the country, uh, food SNAP benefits were cut in half or more for people, so people who are already just making it by have to make it by on less, and we have this little thug who uh, who wears a sweatsuit and a and a gold chain like a like a Miami cocaine dealer and he comes over here and tries to make us feel bad for wanting our border to be sealed and wants 60 or whatever billion more dollars so his oligarch buddies can buy new yachts are you out of your mind the american people see through all of this nonsense and we are about fed up really 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 this time really fed up and i'm talking about uh i'm talking about black people i'm talking about white people i'm talking about poor people i'm talking about rich people the only people who aren't fed up are the people in washington dc who go there and spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours and they have managed to create this incredible system where they treat the united states government as a 6.5 trillion dollar annual company and they act like members of the board and they distribute your money to all of their buddies and they create conflict and they create crises so their buddies can come in and they can pay them off whether that be some sort of a, a virus created in China where we they we've never hold China uh, culpable for that whether that be uh, you know a, a, a big pharma whether that be big tech whether that be big whatever Meanwhile, you and I are feasting on the crumbs. I've said this before. We are living Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities. We have a uh, a bourgeois. They are in power in Washington, D.C. They are the oligarchs of America and the world. And they feast on foie gras while you and I feast on the crumbs. And we don't even, we, we scrape for the crumbs. We get what we can. We are the proletariat. And now we have a Bastille in Washington, D.C. And that means one thing to me. It's not going to end well for those in power. Not going to end well for them. Nope, not at all. Jim does it. You're a mean one, Mr. Smith. Yep, Judge. The law you circumvent. 
You defy the Constitution cause you have a Marxist bent, Mr. Smith. We're You're gonna, gonna be in a whole lot of trouble when Trump's president. You're a mean one. Mr. Smith. Yeah. You've got to get a grip. Last time you went to SCOTUS, you lost nine to zip, Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith. When they send you to prison, Jack, be sure to have a nice trip. Oh, I hope he does. You're a mean one, Mr. Smith. You want a speedy trial. Not a million documents. You're persecuting Trump because you're vicious and you're vile, Mr. Smith. Your so-called evidence is a big steaming pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We hear this uh, this thing retribution, and uh, and I completely understand retribution. I I think for the first time in my life, I'm uh, I'm really I'm crystal clear on what retribution that you want. I'm uh, very clear on the retribution that I want, and uh, and all we need to do is get there. But we need to remain focused, focused as the founders during this difficult time because you know what it's a roller coaster ride every day we never know what to get we know that uh, this jack smith jackass uh he wants to skip the ninth circuit and go right to the supreme court to determine whether or not donald trump has presidential immunity if he doesn't have presidential immunity i suggest we immediately charge joe biden with a host of crimes absolutely one thousand percent a host of crimes find whatever it takes you've got plenty of paperwork you've got more evidence than they have against donald trump Let's do it, baby. Come on, let's do this. Let's do it, man. Let's rock this. Because honestly, you and I haven't had a choice for president in a very long time until Donald Trump came along. Honestly, did you really want to vote for Mitt Romney? Did you really want to vote for John McCain? Were you really down with those? Even George Bush, were you that excited about any of those? George Bush Sr., were you excited about George Bush Sr.? No, you weren't. Most of you weren't even either alive or, or unable to vote when George Bush Sr. was voted into office. But we've been force-fed these, these, pathetic, uh, these pathetic politicians and D.C. insiders and deep staters for decades. Donald Trump was the first person who wasn't. And he also went to Washington, D.C. and did what he said he was going to do. And you Democrats, too, you haven't had a choice either. You had to take, you were force-fed Hillary Clinton, all you guys who wanted Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders bent over and took one for the team so Hillary Clinton could become the candidate. And then Joe Biden became the candidate. And guess what? They're force-feeding you this candidate again. Democrats, you're being played just as bad as Republicans. So while you may cackle and think it's funny that Donald Trump is under four indictments, political indictments during an election year and you think that's cute and everything, you're getting screwed too, man, in every way, shape, or form. Economically, uh, the, 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 the open border, your, your glorious dream of these uh, socialist uh, uh, utopias are, are falling apart. California is going bankrupt. New York is being flooded with illegals. The mayor has thrown up his hands because the White House and Washington, D.C. doesn't give a crap about you. And that includes Democrats. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucks, doesn't it? It does kind of suck. And then the president of the United States, whose whose brain is uh, so addled and and he's he's so gone, and it's very obvious. I was watching last night. I saw some footage of Joe Biden in 2018 versus now, and he is, uh, you know, he was questionable in 2018, 
I mean, there's nothing there right now. Nothing there last night. This is Joe Biden last night talking about the uh, the Holocaust, right? And uh, and he got his Holocaust mixed up because he, I think he was trying to talk about October the 7th while completely ignoring the hostages that are still being held. None of them were invited to this Hanukkah event last night at the White House. But Joe Biden decided to uh, consider October the 7th, I guess, the Holocaust and say that the Holocaust happened 65 years ago when, in fact, uh, October the 7th was 65. Here he is. Listen to this. But we know this year's Hanukkah is different. It's been 65 years since the deadliest day of the Jewish people since the Holocaust. 65 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that, that's a slip, right? It's just a slip. Or is it something that he does all the time? And then when Donald Trump accidentally misses up Sioux City and uh, Sioux Falls, he's suddenly as addled as Joe Biden. Uh, The same thing happens to me every time I drive up I-29 past Sioux City to Sioux Falls. Do that all the time. Do that all the time. And then here's Joe Biden last night, uh, blithely ignoring the uh, the hostages, the families of the Hamas hostages, refusing to extend invites to them even after they requested to attend. Okay, so uh, over 100 people still being held captive by the terrorist government in Gaza. Okay, and uh, CNN revealed some of the families reached out to the White House for permission to attend the Hanukkah celebration, presumably to garner a show of solidarity. Instead, the Biden administration completely ghosted them. You know why? Because they don't give a crap about you. Uh, Yeah, everybody, everybody. Yeah, except for you guys who are in the pipeline between big farm and the government or big, you know, big defense and the government. I can go on and on. All big, uh, you know, uh, big uh, green energy and the government. Otherwise, the rest of y'all can just go to hell. Here is the story from CNN. This is a Hanukkah reception that the White House is hosting tonight uh, to celebrate the fifth night of Hanukkah hosted by the president uh, and the first lady. And what one of the family members uh, of the families that uh, have their family members that are missing in Gaza still believed to have been abducted by Hamas on October 7th. They told me that they had reached out to the White House uh, because several of the families were in town this week, had asked for an invitation. Why don't we know all of their names why aren't our hostages on the cover of every newspaper every day the countdown to freedom is it because they're jews i think that has a lot to do with it uh see american uh, academia for further uh, clues to this event uh, but that they ultimately did not get invited the White House did not uh, respond to a request for comment uh, look these are family members that are desperately trying to bring attention to the fact that there are still uh, eight dual American citizens that are still missing that are still unaccounted for uh, obviously the formal most legal- probably being raped tortured drugged I've got some new details about what Hamas did to people on October the 7th and are doing right now to hostages negotiations to get more hostages out we saw those break down earlier this month so there are a lot of questions right now and these families are very desperate for any kind of news any kind of movement that they are seeing from the white house not getting anything from the white house their family members are being held and tortured and they're not getting anything from the white house the same goes for all the gold star families uh with the withdrawal from afghanistan all the 13 uh all of the 13 gold star families who were made into gold star families with the hasty withdrawal and the bombing that took place they're not getting anything from the white house you know why yeah, because they don't care about you. As well as the Israeli government on how uh, their family members are going to get out, Jake. We know that uh, people at the White House watch this show. Oh, that's Jake Tapper. Deer, 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 deer. Oh, if they have any questions, uh, 
reach out to us and we'll involve MJ and we'll fix this problem if it can be fixed. Oh, yeah. CNN will fix the problem. <laughs> CNN. Oh, my God. CNN is so hosed right now. And, uh, and Jake Tapper is not even a journalist anymore. I mean, not even a journalist. It is, uh, it is, he's a pure partisan party apparatchik. It's just ridiculous. The, I, I guess I didn't realize that Kamala Harris is the dumbest vice president in the history of the United States. I didn't realize that her husband was the dumbest first gentleman ever. Apparently, he was completely wrong with regard to uh, the story of Hanukkah. Uh, Doug Himhoff uh, created an immediate controversy over a menorah pick with Kamala and the story of Hanukkah. Now, I'm not uh, claiming to be an expert on Hanukkah, and I would love to hear it from you if you are of the Jewish persuasion. But uh, Doug Imhoff posted a picture of himself and Vice President Kamala Harris lighting the first candle of the menorah. The tweet has been deleted, but you can still see what he wrote. He said, the story of Hanukkah and the story of the Jewish people has been one of hope and resilience. In the Hanukkah story, the Jewish people were forced into hiding. No, uh, no one thought they would survive on that few drops of oil. Uh, that they they had would last. During those eight days in hiding, they recited their prayers and continued their traditions. That's why Hanukkah means dedication. Now, um, apparently, these are what are people saying. He didn't understand the story of the holiday, that it is not about hiding, but Jews fighting back and a victory of the Jewish people over an effort to try to crush them and their traditions by an invader force, an important thing, particularly at this point in time, with the war on Hamas. Uh, and uh, Imhoff uh, uh, said he didn't want to antagonize anti-Israel people on the left, talking about Jews standing up to their enemies and being victorious over them. Oh, that's a question, actually, from the article. Did he, from Nick Arama of RedState.com, did he not want to antagonize anti-Israel people? Well, most probably, or most probably... Uh, because, you know, this, uh, this government, this iteration of the federal government doesn't fart unless it's, uh, unless it's tested. Unless it's not tested, like, hey, we've got to see what's in this. But, uh, you know, tested uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, auditorium tested and they have poll results and they finally say, well, the American people, uh, 52% say it's okay to fart and uh, 49% say no and 1% are undecided. Then they just, you know, let it go. It really is. It's, it's just ridiculous. John Pedoritz wrote of Doug Imhoff, oh, my God, and there's uh, no one even minimally literate enough in the West Wing to have corrected this. This is like uh, Lucy explaining fur trees to Linus and, giving, uh, and saying they give fur for coats. Only Lucy is five years old. I believe also that Kamala Harris is doing a Christmas celebration today where she will say that Santa Claus died for our sins. So uh, we got that. Uh, on the way, uh, so much I can't even begin to say. Lots with regard to the university president the harpies from hell on Capitol Hill uh, and the battle to keep uh, at least the other two in office, among other things. More on Donald Trump and whatnot. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. We know this year's Hanukkah is different. It's been 65 years since the deadliest day of the Jewish people since the Holocaust. 65 years. There you go. That is uh, 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 
Joe Biden once again stumbling and bubbling. I'm gonna, I call him President Doofy. I think I'm going to stick with that. President Doofy uh, once again getting it completely wrong. He was in, uh, he was in uh, Philadelphia yesterday. Uh, yeah, he was at Monday uh, to announce the city receiving a grant for firefighters, among other things. And while he was there, of course, he repeated a debunked story because he lies about everything. Every time he's with a, a group, like he was with a, a place they were building trucks, and he said he was a truck driver. And then he, uh, he, he was at the Amtrak train, and uh, the old uh, conductor came up and said, Hey, Joey, he pitched his cheek and all that stuff, and, and you rid a billion miles on the train. That never happened because the guy was dead. Uh, and then, of course, yesterday he, uh, he made up a lie about a fire at his house, which was contained to his kitchen, by the way. It was a very small fire, but he said it almost killed everybody, including his wife, his cat, and his Corvette. And let's not forget all the classified documents in the garage. You didn't want those to be. It also saved my home and my wife's life. When I was away, it was the last day uh, that uh, the most famous guy doing Meet the Press uh, in Washington, D.C., and I was doing the program. Oh, my God. And uh, what happened was uh, there was a lightning struck a little pond behind my house, yeah. oh, hit a wire, came Man. up through the basement of my home yeah. and three stories and the smoke literally ended up being that thick literally that thick you've seen it you guys have seen that it. thick what was i wasn't about? there and my wife was there and my my dog and my cat <laughs> and my 67 corvette yeah you know because um, but all kidding aside honestly we saved my wife when you live, uh, literally, when you live, when you live 50 years in Washington, D.C., and you never have to scrape, and you never have to worry about paying for a meal, and you never have to worry about anything, because all you do is, uh, uh, you know, pimp yourself out with your son and your brother around the world to uh, to buy, to uh, get the world's uh, dictators to, to uh, pay for, you know, influence. Uh, I like to say, and because it, it's true, Joe Biden's presidency is the quid pro quo. But, you know, this is what you say. You've got to, you've got to make things things bigger than they were. you got to make things worse than they ever were. It gives you some sort of cred and connectivity with the people. But you lost that decades ago. Nobody believes your crap anymore. Here is a, a little uh, montage that CNN put together of things that Joe Biden likes to this lie about. This president has a, a pattern at this point of either inventing or embellishing stories about his own past, his biography. He did it three times in one yeah. speech mm -hmm. last month alone. Uh, yeah. He claimed he had witnessed a bridge collapse in Pittsburgh when Didn't he know. actually showed up about six hours later. Yeah. He claimed that his grandfather had died just days before he was born himself at the same hospital. In fact, his grandpa died more than a year before in a different state, not, not the same hospital. Um, and, uh, and he also repeated a favorite false story that I and others have debunked over and over again about a supposed conversation with an Amtrak train conductor he was friends yeah, with. It was all lies, all lies meant to uh, ingratiate him, make his life seem harder than it was, make him try to connect with you. And the only way he can connect with you is with lies. He's got to make it all up. Uh, Kamala Harris was heckled by a pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian protester last night. He said, in Bethlehem, baby Jesus is under the rubble. This is a Muslim Democrat state rep from Delaware upset over the administration's support for Israel defending itself after the October the 7th uh, terror attack uh, committed by Hamas in Israel where they murdered lots and lots of innocents and raped their way 
through uh, 1,400 people. Uh, what they did was unspeakable. I'll have all of that uh, later in the show. But I love it when the left eats it its own. I really do. And I hope this uh, this harassment continues for most of these jackweeds till they're out of, uh, out of office. Coming up next, what Jack Smith is trying to do to Donald Trump uh, and how we aren't going to take it anymore. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Hey guys, it's Carson. Imagine this. It's the dead of night. You're lying in bed. Suddenly you hear something go bump. What is your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution. The new MC-14 tip-up pistol from EAA Corp and Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength, disabilities, or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodnight to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back down, and you're ready to fire. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boosting a 13 plus 1 round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense, complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience. Available with all EAA Corp distributors, starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit EAACorp.com today. That's EAACorp.com. You know, I don't care if there's a white Christmas or not, to be quite honest. It's nice, don't get me wrong. But uh, I just want Christmas. I don't even care. (laughs) Don't even care. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I just want to mention something. Uh, It looks like we are adding uh, an affiliate. Yeah, we're we're adding an affiliate. This radio station is adding an affiliate. Or this radio show, I should say, is uh, adding an affiliate. K-Y-S-T-A-M, Houston, Houston, January the 1st. We are going to be switching to this, an all-new sound coming back to radio in Houston beginning January 1st, 2024. An exciting new lineup of conservative talk personalities coming to K-Y-S-T 920 AM, including this show. Thank you very much. Also, some other. And this is a, this is a great lineup. You think about this because really a lot of a lot of radio stations have the same lineup. It's going to be Hannity. It's going to be Dig. You know, and all that. You got uh, uh, Bongino's going to be on there. Good guy, uh, Chris Plant, my brother. I've known him for a long time, and uh, and uh, he's funny too. By the way, like me. Uh, let me see who else we got. You got uh, Fox News Radio's Guy Benson, uh, me. Thank you. And then, of course, uh, uh, Pittsburgh TV and radio personality Wendy, Wendy Bell, who I think is the best thing on television. I think she's right up there with uh, with uh, Megyn Kelly. Uh, she's amazing. She's amazing, Wendy Bell. So uh, we're very excited to be uh, on with this lineup, and uh, and I think it's kind of interesting. Because two of the people in this lineup, uh, one particularly, me, um, uh, we do a lot of comedy. Chris Plant is a, is a very funny guy. Um, I take, a, I like to say that Chris Plant's uh, sense of humor, if you're going to, like, uh, dryness of sense of humor versus, you know, uh, you know, big sloppy wet 
sense of humor. Uh, you've got Ben Stein over here, dry. He's like a Cabernet, like an old Cabernet. Uh, Chris Plant is kind of like <coughs> maybe uh, getting close to a, <coughs> excuse me, maybe a, not quite a rosé. I don't think he's as sweet as a rosé. Um, I'm thinking maybe he's more of a, mm, I don't know, uh, uh, not Cabernet, Merlot, maybe a Merlot, Mer, maybe he's a Merlot. My show, as far as dryness, is a uh, uh, a large fish slapping up you upside the head. So that's the difference. Uh, my show is just a little bit wetter than some of the other shows. <laughs> Majority of American uh, voters back Israel's military actions against the uh, Palestinian group Hamas. I told you all of this uh, pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel stuff was uh, astroturf bought and paid for, and also the result of uh, decades of uh, indoctrination in uh, in schools, including Harvard, MIT, Columbia. I can go on and on, and they're going to get their comeuppance, by the way, bigger than life. Uh, 55% of American voters, according to the Wall Street Journal believe Israel is taking the military action needed to defend itself. 25% believe Israel is acting disproportionately, going too far. All right? Meanwhile, when it comes to Republicans, 67% were more sympathetic to Israel. Only 2% uh, sympathize with the Palestinians. 17% said they sympathize with both groups because, you know, they can't make up their mind. Uh, and then also 40 pro-Palestinian protesters are arrested at the Senate office, bu- Senate office building while activists chained themselves to the White House fence to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. Um, it's not up to you, and it's not up to this White House. It's up to, the, uh, it's up to Benjamin Netanyahu and the Israeli people. <clears throat> and they're not, they're not going to stop until, uh, until they're, they're done. Until they're done. Until Hamas is wiped from the face of the earth. The uh, innocents are evacuated. Gaza is razed to the ground where they rebuild and those who want to uh, continue to be down with Hamas should be exiled and those who uh, who want to live in peace with Israel will be a part of Israel. There you go. No two-state anymore. You had your shot. You screwed it up. You danced around on September the 11th, 2001. You threw candy to kids. Those kids grew up and became rapists. And they went over into uh, Israel on October the 7th and raped and murdered their way through crowds of innocent people. And then, and then by the way, you also elected Hamas to leadership. So uh, no more state for you. You bleeped it up. You're done. You can just be a part of Israel or you can go somewhere else. That's it. That's how I feel about it. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you are given a two-state solution and you screw up a two-state solution by telling your children that the Jews need to be wiped off the face of the earth and by not allowing uh, Jews to come and work in Gaza, but, uh, but uh, people who live in Gaza can go work in Israel because if people try to go into Gaza to work and they are Jews, they'll be murdered. All right? So uh, screw your two-state solution. You had your shot. There you go. <clears throat> I don't think there's anybody else saying that. If not, they should. Morning Consult does a uh, new poll about the uh, the presidential field, and apparently all of these uh, these uh, indictments and whatnot have failed to convince the American people that Donald Trump is a criminal. Do you know why? Because they're not stupid. 
They know that the criminal is in the White House. They know that the evidence is so overwhelming on the side of uh, of uh, of those uh, looking at Joe Biden and his uh, influence peddling scheme that has gone on forever. The American people know the criminal is in the White House, and the reason why the DOJ is uh, is trying to get Donald Trump is because Donald Trump is exposing it all. Everybody gets it. Everybody understands that, and they think they're they're going ahead with this. <clears throat> it used to it used to be they they thought maybe they could convince people. Maybe if Donald Trump got one uh, one charge out of the ninety one charges they've charged him with, the possibility of seven hundred years in prison, which is so absurd and stupid, and ridiculous. They thought maybe if getting one of those charges <clears throat> was enough, it'd convince you not to vote for him. Well, now they're just throwing everything at him. They're throwing everything at him. They want to put him in jail. They want to do whatever. And when, if and when that happens, and I don't believe it will, but uh, it's going to get really big and really ugly because, like I said earlier, uh, people have had their fill. People are done with the abuses and usurpations of this president and of this government. They're just done with it. But according to this morning consult poll, uh, uh, Donald Trump now has a 66% support. Uh, his lead is 53 points ahead of Ron DeSantis, who garners 13% support. Uh, Nikki Haley comes in third at 10%, followed by Vivek Ramaswamy at 6 and Chris Christie at 3% support. Uh, Asa Hutchinson has 0% support. <clears throat> so, but I really think <clears throat> some new ads... Nikki Haley can just blow the lid off this, honestly, because she's really, no, she's not resonating at all. People don't trust her. Uh, the poll found that 76% of GOP primary voters view Trump favorably compared to 62% who view DeSantis favorably, 54% who view Ramaswamy favorably, and 50% who view Haley favorably. And it's a matter of trust. That's what it is. We know that most of the people in our federal government we cannot trust with the future of the company, our country, <clears throat> with our money, with the defense of our border, with our sovereignty. We, we can't trust them because they lie about everything. Now, uh, Special Counsel Jack Smith yesterday asked the Supreme Court to weigh in on Trump's immunity claims. In September, Trump was hit with four counts in Jack Smith's January the 6th case up to D.C., conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of and attempts to obstruct <clears throat> an official proceeding and conspiracy against uh, rights, blah, blah, blah. Jack Smith is uh, fighting to keep a March 4th trial date. Trump's lawyers are saying he's immune from federal prosecution for alleged crimes committed while he was serving as president. On Monday, Jack Smith skipped over the appellate court and went straight to the U.S. Supreme Court on Trump's immunity claims. So Jack Smith is going to completely circumvent a court to immediately go to the Supreme Court. Jonathan Turley, who is a uh, liberal Georgetown professor of law, says that Special County J Counsel Jack Smith is now seeking to leapfrog the appellate court and ask for a ruling from the Supreme Court on Trump's immunity claims. The only reason for this petition is to seek to guarantee a, t a trial of Trump before the election. It's all been about election interference. It's all been about third world banana republic ways of keeping you from voting. And here is CNN saying this could very well backfire in Jack Smith's face. And I sure as hell hope it does. Paula said that she doesn't think that 
a ruling on this case would necessarily impact any of the other criminal cases Trump is facing. Uh, do you agree? So I agree with Paula 99% of the time. I slightly disagree on this one. If Donald Trump is to win here, obviously Jack Smith's federal election interference case is out the window. I also think Fonnie Willis's case is doomed. Yes, this is Eli Honig, by the way. Yes, that is a state-level case. But the principles of immunity would apply whether it's a federal or state-level prosecution. Again, that's if Trump wins. I do agree with Paula. This will have no impact on the hush money case because that conduct almost entirely happened. It wasn't a hush money case. It was a confidentiality agreement. That's what it was. Uh, everybody does it. I don't do it, but most people do it. A lot of people have had to uh, who do confidentiality agreements before Trump was president. And it definitely will not impact the federal Mar-a-Lago classified documents case because that which was a setup by Joe Biden ordered the FBI to raid Mar-a-Lago looking for something. Not having anything, but looking for anything. Conduct was entirely after Donald Trump was president. But if he wins here, I think two of the four cases are going to be out the window. Now, this is uh, Mike Davis last night. Uh, he is with the, I believe, the Article 3 project. He was talking to Steve Bannon. Listen to next year. Listen to this and tell me that this is not the weaponization of the DOJ against a candidate. Uh, the Biden Justice Department waited 30 months to bring a criminal indictment against President Trump. And then they timed these four different indictments back to back to back to interfere in the presidential election. Trump is sitting through Tish James's civil fraud trial right now for the last two months for the non-fraud of paying back sophisticated Wall Street banks on time in full as agreed yeah. with interest. And then Jack Smith has his January 6th trial in front of Obama, D.C. Judge Tom Yeah, you, did you notice all those tapes that were released that showed no damage to the interior of the Capitol and 200-plus FBI agents actually in the crowd? Did you, did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Tanya Shutkin, uh, scheduled to start on March 4th. Uh, and then Alvin Braggs is on March 25th. And then the Mar-a-Lago case with Jack Smith is May 20th. And then Fannie Willis's January 6th case in Georgia's, Georgia's August 5th. I am so done with these... Sons of bees, honestly, I am just so bloody done with these people. I'm tired of the abuse. I've been going through this. You've been going this for seven freaking years. And now they're doing this to our candidate based on nothing while a criminal, a serial criminal, is in the White House who's done nothing in the last 50 years but screw things up and enrich his stinking family. Let's go to Debbie in Towson. Hello, Debbie, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hey there, Rob. You said in, in your talk today that nobody else out there thinks that. Well, I do. Good. I do. One plus one is always two, always has been two, and always will be two, and you cannot cancel the truth. Palestine yeah. was never a Palestine. There's no such thing. And I no. like when you said you had two chances. Speaking of two, there is no two-state solution. Yep, you're exactly right. And I got to tell you, Debbie, also, you know, I've been on the planet long enough. I was a child when a lot of this nonsense started with the Iranian hostage crisis under Jimmy Carter. Uh, and then and then on through, you know, the Marine barracks bombing on my birthday in 1980, uh, 240 Marines, uh, you know, 1993 World Trade Center, Pan Am, one, uh, you know, Pan Am. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, the Lockerbie. And you know what? I think it's time. I think it's time to just kick radical Islam's ass off the planet planet to be quite honest i'm done with it i'm done with this palestinian bullcrap i'm done with the terror 
Anyway, we all think so. The American patriots know so. I've seen more than you did. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. And, uh, hey, you got a lot of people who agree with you. Amen. All right. Well, but, all right. Uh, Debbie, I appreciate it. Merry Christmas and a happy Hanukkah to you. Uh, I think we need a, uh, a little comic interlude here. That's what I think. I need a little comic interlude from Mr. Jim Gossett about the corrupt Biden family and Percy Biden. Joe's fun. Hunter spends all his money on cocaine and honeys. The IRS, he refuses to pay. Yep. Hunter is waiting on the man with a back to sell him some <laughs> coke again. It's a white Christmas. Hunter's indictment leads to excitement. But you gotta wonder if the fix will be in. Ho, ho, ho. Hunter is waiting on the man with a back to pay off some judge again. It's a good weekend for it's Hunter. It's not fair. Oh. The way the Bidens break the law and never pay. Another ho. Along in jail. Ho free. Along with Bill and Hillary. For all the world to see. He'll pick up the stripper. Won't even tip her. Knock her up and then disappear. Ice Hunter is waiting. He's anticipating. She'll take him to court again. Come back, criminal in the White House, and everybody knows it. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. Stick around. There's my uh, Vince Guaraldi trio, Charlie Brown Christmas. This is my favorite song on the album. Love it, love it, love it. Coming up next hour, Liz Collins. She's put together this uh, amazing documentary called The Fall of Minneapolis about the lie that is uh, George uh, Floyd's uh, death uh, and the attempted murder of uh, Derek Chauvin in prison uh, the week before The Fall of Minneapolis came out. So we'll talk to uh, Liz Collins about that. I used to live in Minneapolis, and uh, it was insane in the 90s. Uh, and then it just uh, is, is honestly is uh, kind of toast right now, to be quite honest, just the city, parts of the city, uptown where I lived with my wife when we were first uh, got together is, is gone. It's a joke. It's what happens when you put socialists in charge. Um, so we've got a lot of things. Uh, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court is, uh, is uh, hearing Jack Smith's request for a ruling on Trump's immunity argument. Jack Smith is trying to keep a uh, March 4th trial date for, Joe on his January, for Trump on his uh, January 6th case. And uh, there's like uh, 20 million uh, documents involved here, and they're trying to rush this through because it's a kangaroo court, and Jack Smith is a, is a man that who, he needs to be disbarred and then brought up on charges when Donald Trump is the president again. Uh, here is uh, Mike Davis again from the Article 3 Project talking with Steve Bannon about this nonsense. When you file for presidential immunity or any government immunity, you're supposed to stay the proceedings until these legal issues are resolved. And Jack Smith knows that if this goes through the regular process yep. through the DC circuit and then they decide they they hear oral arguments they take the briefs hear oral arguments put out a, a decision and it goes through the regular process and it goes to the supreme court there's no way that jack smith can start this trial on march 4th and that trial is going to be several months 6 7 months 
of President Trump in a D.C. courtroom with Obama Judge Tanya Shutkin instead of being on the campaign trail. This is blatant election interference by Jack Smith. He's not even hiding it anymore. Absolutely. And that's why Tucker Carlson said this yesterday with Megyn Kelly. Well, yeah. And, you know, speaking of violence, that's what you're going to get. And speaking as someone who detests violence, and I, I've seen war, that's why I detest violence. So I spent a lot of my career trying to argue against more wars because I think violence is the worst thing. The left is fomenting it. But I'm just being honest here. If you leave people no alternative, then what do you think is going to happen? I mean, the whole point of electoral <laughs> democracy yes. is that it's a pressure relief valve that takes people who are very frustrated with the way things are going yeah, and right gives here. them a way to right express here. themselves, have their desires heard, and ultimately their will done to be represented in a peaceful way. And if you take that away, if you haven't staged an unfair election, which 2020 was, you know, if you if you suppress information that voters need to make an informed decision, you're rigging the election, and they did that. So mm -hmm. if you keep doing that, and people are like, wait, I have no economic power. You've devalued my currency, so it's like $11 for a dozen eggs. And my vote doesn't matter anymore. Well, then what do I have? Do you hear the people sing? I don't think they do. But we aren't singing anymore. We're shouting. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. All right, next hour, we've got Liz Collin, the investigative journalist who came up with the fall of Minneapolis documentary. Much to get to there. Also, higher education is defending the presidents of Harvard and MIT, and Harvard has already lost a billion dollars in donation, and Hunter tries the victim card and does a face plant. Don't go anywhere. 